This podcast details true crime cases. It contains adult themes and may contain descriptions of violence. It is not intended for children. Listener discretion is advised. Thank you for joining me for today's episode of Once Upon a Crime. In this month's series, Falling Stars, I detail cases of crimes committed by or against people who are up-and-coming social media stars. In this week's episode, a successful young entrepreneur gains a large following on Instagram by sharing her photos and videos of her life's milestones over the years. Alexis Sharkey's followers only saw the best times, fun with friends, professional achievements, and glamorous trips. But in 2020, her life quickly took a dark turn, hidden behind the idyllic images posted on social media. This is the last chapter in the series, Falling Stars. Instagram star, Alexis Sharkey. On Saturday morning, November 28, 2020, a Houston, Texas sanitation worker was driving along the I-10 freeway near Katy, Texas, when he saw what appeared to be a mannequin under a clump of bushes along the side of the road. Curious, he pulled over and took a closer look at what appeared to be feet and legs poking out from underneath. As he walked closer, his heart began to pound and chills ran through him when he realized it was a body. Unwilling to approach on his own, he called his supervisor, John Richardson, and reported his suspicion. Richardson met him, and together, they drove back to check it out. Richardson, later interviewed by KHOU 11 News, described the scene. Quote, We could see the feet. We got out and looked, and there it was. She was lying there, deceased, with no clothes on. I just got on the phone and called 911. It was an image that stayed with him for some time. The young woman's body, completely nude, was lying along a desolate stretch of the Texas highway. When police arrived, there were no obvious signs of trauma that gave immediate clues as to the cause of her death. They discovered no gunshot wounds, etc., and it didn't appear that she'd been hit by a vehicle. The first thing they considered was that she was an overdose victim. But when her body was transported to the coroner's office, she appeared to have been young and healthy. It was plain to see as well that she had been a beautiful woman. No clothing or other personal effects were found nearby. Investigators first had to determine who she was. They checked local missing persons reports and were soon rewarded with a hit. Just a day earlier, a young woman matching the deceased's description was reported missing. 26-year-old Alexis Robinalt Sharkey was last seen or heard from on Friday, November 27th, the day after Thanksgiving. Alexis, who was in constant communication with her family, friends, and loved ones by phone, text, and over social media, stopped responding to messages and calls after 6 p.m. on Friday. This had sent up immediate red flags to all who knew Alexis. Not only was her cell phone rarely out of her hand, but she also ran an online business that kept her constantly busy. She was required to respond to frequent messages and did so almost as soon as she received them. One of her friends said, quote, I don't think we've gone more than six hours without texting. While another explained that because of the business, quote, her life was social media, 
so her phone was her life. Alexis had spent Thanksgiving with her friend Tanya Ricardo and Tanya's family. Tanya said that they had had a great time, and Alexis was in her usual happy, upbeat mood that evening as they celebrated the holiday over dinner and played board games. Alexis had also texted her family members in Pennsylvania on Thanksgiving Day and evening. When they could not reach her by the following evening, Alexis's friends filed a missing persons report and contacted her parents. When news reached them that Alexis was found dead, her family and friends were devastated and baffled by the news. Alexis was not the kind of woman one would imagine could ever come to such a tragic end. Alexis Robinault was born in Warren, Pennsylvania. Her parents were Michael and Stacy Robinault. She was the oldest of three daughters and was close to her sisters, Toby and Riley. The family settled in Youngsville, Pennsylvania, where Alexis attended Youngsville High. She graduated in 2012 and then attended the University of Pittsburgh at Bradford, where she studied science and nutrition. Alexis Robinault was unflaggingly energetic, cheerful, hardworking, and passionate about many things her family, her friends, nature, animals, and health and wellness. She was athletic and loved being outdoors, kayaking, camping, hiking, and visiting picturesque natural landscapes with her friends and sisters. Like everything else, Alexis drove headfirst into college life. She had an active social life and scores of friends, but still took a hefty college course load, pursuing a biology major and a double minor in nutrition and psychology. Like most young people in the 2010s, Alexis had a robust online presence. One of her favorite places to post social media updates was on Instagram. In 2013, Alexis appeared in her first posts while at university, posing with friends drinking Red Bull energy drinks during finals week. Her posts showed that Alexis was popular, fun-loving, and growing in her beauty and confidence. Whether dressed in an oversized college sweatshirt and jeans, or a slinky evening dress, Alexis was a knockout with big blue eyes, tan skin, and long wavy hair. But even while posting photos that make her look as glamorous as a runway model, she never seems to take herself too seriously, often mugging for the camera, making a goofy face, or striking a silly pose with friends. By the summer of 2013, Alexis began posting hair, makeup, and nail pics, trying out new looks and styles. There are many posts sharing fun times with friends and family members in the same year, attending Pittsburgh Pirates games, trips to the lake, and Halloween parties. Alexis loved Halloween and created unique costumes every year to celebrate the holiday, as Britney Spears, Rocky Balboa, and wife Adrian with a friend, and one year as a packet of Taco Bell hot sauce. Even with all her social activities, Alexis earned nearly straight A's each semester, and scored a 4.0 GPA at the end of most terms. By 2014, her GPA would consistently rank in the top 2% of U of Pittsburgh students. An Instagram post chronicled her 20th birthday in January 2014. In another, she's participating in the mud run for breast cancer awareness with her mom, Stacy. And in the spring, Alexis posted photographs that celebrated graduating college summa cum laude with a degree in biology and minors in psychology and exercise. 
One of Alexis's dreams had always been to travel the world. So when she learned about a career opportunity in which she could earn all-expense-paid trips, she decided to give it a try. And whenever she tried anything, Alexis gave it 110%. Her position with the Monat Company was no different. Monat Global Corp., founded in 2014, is a privately held multi-level marketing company that sells hair care, skin care, and wellness products. As an independent representative of the company, Alexis invested about $200 to sign on as a rep. She began promoting and selling Monat's products in 2018. Alexis thought it was the perfect fit for her, as a person always interested in health and wellness. She began promoting products over social media, and because her business was run almost exclusively online, she can work from virtually anywhere. As a multi-level marketing company rep, Alexis was required to build a team of other representatives she trained and mentored. She would share in their successes, and in turn, they had the opportunity to develop their own teams with sale commissions flowing up the chain to the highest-ranking team member. Alexis worked around the clock promoting and endorsing Monat's beauty, health, and wellness products online and on Instagram. Alexis often stated in her videos that she endorsed these products because she genuinely believed in them. She told her followers that the beauty and wellness products she endorsed were backed by science. She talked about her love of research and explained that she'd done her homework to ensure that they were safe and effective. Her enthusiasm made others believe in the business's potential as well, and she quickly assembled a team. Alexis's personality and drive were just naturally infectious. Her friend Tanya said, She was just very, very positive. Many people looked up to her. Another friend, Brittany Pember, said, She was just like the light of the room. She was just so smart and funny. In a 2018 Instagram post, Alexis writes, Network marketing has created more millionaires than any other business. I can only be successful if you are. So it's in my best interest to make you as successful as possible. Is your boss trying to train you to take their job? I don't think so. Her photos and videos on Instagram began attracting a following. By 2019, she had well over 20,000 followers. Soon she was posting photos of the wonderful trips she had earned as a perk of her Monat business. In 2018, she took a dream vacation to Peru and posted photos backpacking in Cusco, hiking Machu Picchu, and posing at the top of Rainbow Mountain. Soon after that, she posted new pics, enjoying sun-drenched days by the pool and at the beach in the Bahamas. In July 2018, she wrote, If you would have told me a year ago that in 2018 I would be spending a month in Peru, visiting the Bahamas three times, working solely online, creating so many meaningful friendships and amazing driven women, earning a free Cadillac and going on a free vacation to the Bahamas with my man and biz partners, well, I wouldn't believe it, but here I am and it's only June. The world is changing, and the way people are making money is changing. I'm just glad I know about it. Hashtag happy. Alexis rarely posted photos of herself with boyfriends before 2018. But after mentioning her man in the July 2018 post, her boyfriend Tom Sharkey became a regular fixture on her page. According to a friend, they met in 2018 and instantly clicked. Tom Sharkey at 48 was 22 years older than Alexis. They bonded over fitness and love of the outdoors. Tom was a bodybuilder who had competed nationally. 
It was said that Tom Sharkey was also an entrepreneur, but by the time he and Alexis began seeing each other seriously, he appeared semi-retired from whatever that was. He had plenty of time to tag along on her all-expense-paid trips. Later, she would say he was her best photographer, supporter, and encourager. While their connection over social media seemed all roses and rainbows, shortly before her death, she told her closest friends that behind the scenes, their relationship was on the rocks. Most of what's known about Thomas James Sharkey is vague at best. For a person whose life was documented online almost daily in 2019 and 2020, his life before that time is virtually unknown. Thomas James Sharkey was born in January 1971 and lived in Florida and Midland, Texas. He was a bodybuilder, and his Facebook page was mostly populated with photos of him in bodybuilding poses. His profile said he attended the, quote, school of hard knocks, but didn't give much information about his past education or employment. He had been married at least once before and had children residing in or near Fort Myers, Florida. He and Alexis met in Odessa, Texas, not long after she moved to the Lone Star State. Some might ask what a stunningly beautiful, successful 24-year-old woman saw in a divorced 47-year-old itinerant bodybuilder. But from her IG posts, it was clear that Alexis was deeply in love with Tom Sharkey, at least in the beginning. He made his first appearance on her page on October 8, 2018. They're pictured together at Lakeway Resort and Spa in Lakeway, Texas. Standing in shadow, Alexis's blonde hair is tied back in a simple ponytail as they face each other. He leans toward her for a kiss, and their arms are wrapped around each other. His head is shaved, and his muscular arms bulge. She looks tiny next to him. The post reads, Thank you, babe, for the most wonderful weekend. I love you so much. With all the nonstop hours you've been working, it was so nice to get away and just enjoy each other. He replies in the comments, I love you so much more. The pleasure was all mine. Being right here next to you in the morning, watching you wake up with that smile and being next to you, you are the highlight of my days, each and every one. In the following months, Alexis posts photos while on trips she earns through her business. She traveled to several locations, including Las Vegas and the Grand Canyon. On November 11th, she made a big announcement on Instagram. Quote, October was by far the most emotional and thrilling month of my life. I started working with this company back in March, eight months ago. I used to look at the directors and people who have been working in this business for a while, thinking a rank like director was so out of reach. The truth is, I could have made an excuse on why that would never be me and not try. Or I could go after it. Because the truth is, it is possible. And that's scarier than anything else. I refused to see where my friends were with this opportunity in a year while I was still sitting in the same place. Call it FOMO, but it drove me to get over myself and just do it. Now here I am, October. Went on a lake trip at the beginning of the month and worked most of it. Thanks, babe, for being so patient. Went to Vegas for Halloween and was working most of it. Sorry, babe, and thanks again for being so patient, lol. On Halloween night, I became associate executive director. Director, are you serious? Built myself a six-figure income, earned a free trip to the Bahamas and Nashville, 
and can go pick up a caddy all within eight months, all without taking out a huge loan and going into debt. Are you serious? End quote. Alexis also posted a graphic showing the average monthly income for an associate executive director with Manat was almost $19,000. Alexis was on track to earn over a quarter of a million dollars in a year. In May of 2019, she posted almost daily photos of a month-long trip she took with Tom to New Mexico, Arizona, Utah, and Colorado. The images show them hiking through canyons, canoeing in the Colorado River, and visiting several national parks. There are several photos of Alexis, looking gorgeous and tanned in the desert, posing in a bikini on a sandy shore, holding hands with and hugging and kissing Tom. They look very much in love, surrounded by beautiful vistas and romantic sunsets. By now, Alexis's online presence had grown, and tens of thousands of followers posted comments about how happy and beautiful she looked and how proud they were of her success. During the 25-day trip, she kept working and growing her business. She commented how she could work her business from anywhere as long as she had internet connection. Tom and Alexis enjoyed their trip so much that when they returned to Texas, she told her followers that they had decided to relocate to Colorado. Quote, With Tom's work being slow, he's been able to take off three months stress-free, and it's allowed us to spend 10 days in Vegas, followed by a month-long road trip, all because I'm able to take my work with me anywhere. End quote. She didn't explain what Tom's work was, but you can sure count him lucky that his girlfriend could fit the bill for both of them while he takes a three-month stress-free vacation. The question then for me is this. Was she supporting him? Did he become financially dependent on her? He was traveling all over the world and staying in luxury resorts due to his girlfriend's hard work. Just one month later, in June 2019, Alexis posted a picture showing off an engagement ring with the caption, You can call me the future Mrs. Sharkey. Alexis Robinault married Tom Sharkey on December 20, 2019 in Grand Junction, Colorado. They had relocated there a few months earlier, but by the new year, they'd be back in Texas. Alexis now shared photos and her accomplishments with almost 80,000 Instagram followers. In one, she praises Tom for a quote sticking around for her. It reads, You met me at my worst and managed to stick around through the journey to my best. Thank you for your constant support and being the best travel partner a girl could ask for. I love you. Alexis wrote the following to celebrate their 2019 wedding. Shout out to my man. He was the one who originally pushed me to do this, referring to her business. He saw what the products had done for me, he watched me rave about it, and basically told me I was insane not to get involved after taking a close look at the comp plan. We've been on so many trips these last two years, and in so many of them, I would go sit in the hotel room because there was stuff I just needed to get done. End quote. She said her husband was patient and supportive when she had to, quote, sit on the phone in a hotel room while they were in Vail, Colorado, on another work trip. Quote, God bless this man because I knew it looked so rude and inappropriate, but he was so supportive the entire time. End quote. How dare she work and ruin his good time? What am I missing here? Did she feel like she was doing something wrong by working her business? That paid for those trips, I might add? And leaving her husband to hang out in a fancy hotel, 
eat, drink, and be merry? Or was she made to feel that way, like she was doing something wrong or, quote, rude? Was he making passive-aggressive comments or even openly criticizing her? We can only speculate, but more on this later. Alexis was living her best life. She was married, in love with her husband, and her business was thriving. Then April 2020 rolled around, and COVID hit and changed the world. Alexis and Tom, like the rest of the country, were required to quarantine at home. By this time, they were living in a luxury apartment in Houston. For a few weeks, it was just the two of them, plus Alexis's beloved cats. She had three cats that she treated like royalty. Her Bengal went everywhere with her, even hiking and to the beach, often riding on Alexis's shoulders or on top of her head. But the state of Texas ended the shutdown of businesses and schools sooner than any other state in the nation. Within a few weeks, business was back to normal in most places in the Lone Star State. However, Alexis was able to continue doing business even during quarantine, since it was almost exclusively conducted online, even before COVID. From spring of 2020 through late summer, Alexis and Tom appear inseparable in photos. Images and videos of the couple show them kissing in front of a waterfall, Alexis in a sexy bathing suit on the beach, and the two of them dressed as Vikings for a Halloween party in October. She comments in one post that Tom was her, quote, official photographer and took almost all the shots of her. It certainly appears that he was at her side constantly. But the first cracks in their online romance began to show in October. You'd have to look closely to see them, but they were there. There are fewer photos of her and Tom together, and she stops referring to him as much as she had before. In the Halloween photos, she's unsmiling. This is a rarity. That month, she and her friends traveled to Marfa, Texas. Marfa is a small desert city in West Texas known as an arts hub. There are indoor and outdoor art installations centered around a former army base. Alexis's destination was a landmark known as Prada Marfa for a planned photo shoot. Prada Marfa is a small building with the iconic Prada logo displayed outside. It's not an actual Prada retail store, but instead is a permanent sculptural art installation. It's located in a rural landscape alongside Route 90 in Jeff Davis County. In actuality, Prada Marfa is located about 26 miles northwest of Marfa, which Alexis points out in her Instagram post. In the photo above the caption, she poses in a white skirt with a side slit, a white crop top, and a white hat in front of the Prada store. She describes her day in the desert this way, quote, If you visit, be warned that it's not actually in Marfa. It was about a 40-minute drive from our hotel in the middle of nowhere. Also be prepared to have an audience of people waiting to get their pics as well. We went in the morning to try and avoid it, and that didn't work, lol. Luckily, most people just wanted a quick photo and to get in and out. It was very windy, so we had a hard time getting a pic we liked. So I spent probably an hour there complaining and letting people go in front of us. But so worth it. So enjoy these pics of me being a desert Prada wannabe model, end quote. Alexis's posts were always upbeat and inspirational, but in one close-up photo of her on this day, she writes, When people are rude to you, they reveal who they are, not who you are. Don't take it personally. There is no further explanation. Was she talking about her husband? While Alexis appeared to be having fun with her girlfriends during the trip, 
something was weighing heavy on her mind. Before leaving the desert, she confided in her friend the reality she was living offline. Alexa's friend described the conversation. We were sitting down at dinner and she lost it. We walked back to our hotel room and that's when she confided in me. I looked at her and I thought, she's petrified. This girl is scared for her life. Alexis claimed her husband had been, quote, putting hands on her and said that all weekend while she was in Marfa, he'd been sending her, quote, really awful, nasty messages. She told her friend that when they would argue, Tom would choke her until she passed out. Alexis said she, quote, woke up on the floor every time. She also said she wanted out of the marriage. But whether she had filed any paperwork or had told Tom of her intentions, she didn't say. Alexa stopped posting to Instagram almost completely after the Marfa trip. There were only two more. One was a photo of Alexis looking happy and smiling, wearing a green dress. This photo was taken when she was out celebrating her best friend Tanya's birthday and posted it on November 18th. The final image ever posted on Alexis's Instagram is of her in a black bathing suit taking a selfie in front of a mirror. She's looking at her phone, somber and unsmiling. It was taken in Tulum, Mexico, and posted on November 22, 2020, less than a week before her body was found. The caption reads, Good morning. Today I decided I'm moving to Tulum for the sinks and overall aesthetic. I've never been so obsessed with the vibe of a town in my life. End quote. It's not lost on me that Alexis states, I decided to move to Tulum, not we decided. Another of Alexis's friends would later tell investigators that she confided in them that she was still living with her husband, but they weren't on speaking terms. On November 26, Thanksgiving Day, she spent the morning at home with her husband. What was said that day? Was that when she informed him that she was planning to file for divorce? Did he try to talk her out of it? Did he ask her to stay and try to talk to her? Was he angry when she left the apartment? We can only speculate once again. We do know that she arrived alone to have Thanksgiving dinner with her friends. The next day, she stopped answering calls and texts. A DNA test positively identified Alexis Robinault Sharkey as the woman found dumped like trash nude on the side of a Texas highway the Saturday after Thanksgiving. An autopsy was performed, and the medical examiner determined that she was a victim of homicide. Alexis had been strangled. It wasn't until the day her body was found that Tom Sharkey called his mother-in-law to tell her that his wife was missing. He said that Alexis had been under stress and unhappy, had argued with him, and, quote, hopped over the patio fence and into a car. She had not left in her own vehicle, he claimed. He implied that she'd left with some unknown person. Stacy Robinault posted a frantic message on her Facebook immediately after hearing the news, and upon being unable to reach her daughter by phone. Quote, Please share this post. My daughter Alexis Sharkey is missing. No one has heard from her for over 24 hours, and the police are involved. She has lived in Houston, Texas since January, where she was last seen. Please help us find her and bring her home safely. We are so very desperate. Please share. Mere hours later, she learned of her daughter's death. Her next post reads, 
It's with deeply broken hearts that Mike and I want to let you all know that Lexi's body has been found. We cannot begin to thank you for all your love and the kind words you've extended to our family. Please give us this time to grieve this incredible loss to our family and this world. We will miss you, love. Tom also took to social media to post about his wife's death. Quote, My world, my everything, I'm so lost right now, my one and only, end quote. The Houston PD began their investigation, and upon interviewing Alexis's friends and family, they concluded that her husband, Tom Sharkey, was a person of interest in her murder. They learned about Alexis's statements to friends in the weeks before her murder and that her husband had been abusing her. They reported that she stated she was, quote, worried for her safety. Two other friends told police that Alexis described her husband as controlling and manipulative. As I alluded to earlier, the question that crossed my mind was her statement about Tom being manipulative. I wonder if Tom Sharkey got inside his wife's head and somehow manipulated her into believing that from the start, she needed him. She wrote that she was, quote, at her worst when they first met. Friends report that Alexis was coming off a bad breakup from a serious relationship when Tom Sharkey came into her life. He may have positioned himself as the hero who chased her blues away, and maybe because of her vulnerable state at that time, she bought into it. She also gave him credit, in all caps in her post, for being the person who set her up for success by encouraging her to start the business. But everyone knew that Alexis, on her own, was driven, hardworking, and highly motivated in everything she set her mind to. It was her own hard work, passion, intelligence, and determination that made her a success. Perhaps Tom became threatened by this and tried to undermine her confidence. Maybe he failed in his attempts to keep her dependent on him. A story as old as time may have played out. Once Tom realized he could no longer control his wife through manipulation, he may have tried to break her spirit by, in Alexis's words, being rude. Perhaps because she continued to assert her independence, it then escalated into violence as she reported to friends. Maybe the final straw for him came when she told him she planned to file for divorce. He put his hands around her throat again, this time taking it too far and killing her. Alexis's family and friends believed from the start that Tom was responsible for her death. The police also viewed him as the most likely suspect, stating that he was the only person with the motive, means, and opportunity to commit the murder. Tom Sharkey defended himself in the media in an interview with reporter Steve Campion of ABC 13 Eyewitness News in Houston. Quote, People are talking tons of crap. I'm getting death threats, he complained. Sharkey claimed Alexis was stressed and possibly drunk when she left their apartment for the last time. He insisted they had a happy marriage, but that his wife was distressed when she went missing. Quote, She wasn't happy. She was stressed. I would cuddle her to try and make her strong. I don't need to set the record straight. I'll let it play out the way it is. I know what my life was with my wife. She understood me. I understood her. We didn't fight when she left. I just told her she couldn't drive under the influence. She left anyway. This is where we're at, he said. As the investigation continued, Sharkey stopped cooperating with police and Alexis's parents. The Robinalts wanted their daughter's body flown back to Pennsylvania to be buried in her hometown, but Tom ignored their request. Without his written permission as her husband, 
Alexis's body could not be released to her parents. Sharkey told the same story to investigators, that his wife was distressed and, quote, under the influence when she left on the Friday after Thanksgiving. He offered other possible suspects to the police. They found his answers evasive. Then, two weeks after his wife's body was found, Tom Sharkey left the state of Texas. After two weeks passed with no word from him, Alexis's body was released to her parents for burial. Sometime later, Sharkey was located in Georgia. Investigators contacted him and asked him to cooperate by providing his DNA. He agreed, but then disappeared once more. Months passed before police learned that he was living in Fort Myers, Florida, staying at the home of his daughter. A warrant for his arrest was issued on September 29, 2021. U.S. Marshals were sent to pick him up to be arraigned in Texas. At 10 p.m. on Tuesday, October 5th, Marshals arrived at Sharkey's daughter's residence to serve the warrant. When he learned that they were at the door, he raced upstairs. As officers entered the home, Sharkey shot himself in the head and died instantly. His final act robbed Alexis's family of seeing justice done. Even so, Stacy Romanalt showed compassion towards the family of her daughter's murderer. Quote, I'm sorry for Tom's family. It's just such a senseless loss that happened with my daughter and then him. I'm just so sorry for all of that. It's been a horrific year. We definitely would give our condolences to Tom's family because they're so innocent in all of this. I'm sure they're very sad, especially for his daughter, for how that went down. I just really thought that it would end with a trial and that he would come in and make his case. He chose not to go that way, she said. I will admit, We have felt that Tom was guilty from this pretty much from the beginning. Loss of life is never good. I do feel like, in a way, he did serve himself justice. Alexis Robinault Sharkey's life was lived out on social media. Thousands of people saw her light shine through her beauty and strength as they shared in her successes and accomplishments. More than anything else, Alexis wanted to be known as a mentor. She never thought herself as an influencer, but only as a businesswoman dedicated to encouraging and supporting other women to believe in themselves and reach their goals. Her life and the inspiration it provides lives on in the form of her Instagram posts. As of this writing, you can still see them on Instagram under at Alexis Sharkey. That will do it for this episode of Once Upon a Crime. Once Upon a Crime is written and produced by me, Esther Sanchez-Ludlow. My production assistant is Lorena Garcia, and additional research for this episode was provided by Emma Battaglia. For bonus episodes, ad-free episodes, and other special perks, become a member of our Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash onceuponacrime to find out more and join. You can also subscribe to Once Upon a Crime on YouTube. Watch videos of each episode to get a glimpse into the people and places I discuss. Check out all the video playlists on the Once Upon a Crime podcast YouTube channel. Subscribe and hit the notification bell. I really appreciate it. Until next time, be good to one another.